Okay, here we are, Leo Gang Race recap with Connor Harvey and Jamie Tilbury. Jamie Tilbury has been Tracy Hannah's mechanic for how many years? Uh, seven. Seven seasons of Tracy Hannah. So he's got also a real good knowledge of the, the inside of downhill racing. We've lost Kurt McDonald today, but he'll be back. Maybe talking EWS at some point. But yeah. 2019 world fastest female mechanic. Yeah, Jamie Tilbury. Got that one under your belt yeah. with Tracy in the end there. A lot of hard work, but got it <coughs> eventually. Yeah. Not mine. Her doing more, more her than me. And then when when she heard that you weren't going to carry on, then she just couldn't carry on without you, pretty well, much. Well, that's it. That's, that's the it. reason she retired. She said when I stop, she stops. So she stuck it out for a year and couldn't handle it. So yeah, <laughs> the best in the business. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll crack on with the women's uh, category then for Lear Gang. We had gone off our fantasy leagues from yesterday. I had. Um, Valley Hall and Michaela Parton my picks what did you have Connor? Uh, I had Vera Woodman and Emily Siegenthaler and what you've got a fantasy league team as well Jeremy don't you what was yep. your picks in the women there I had Valley as well <coughs> thought she'd be a pretty safe bet on home turf and uh, Frenchie who didn't qualify so unfortunately suffered a points deficit there yeah yeah what do you think about the women's qualifying? Because they only get 15 spots. Do you think it should be at least 20? 15's pretty... Yeah, it's quite limited. Quite I think limited. Uh, there was quite a few registered this week. I think there was a good... Up to 30, was there or more? I think there was just over 30, yeah. Pre-qualified, so... <clears throat> yeah, I think there's, it shows that there is a lot more out there willing to give it a go. So they should... It used to be 20, I think. So I think it should. It'd be yeah. good to see more of them given a chance because there is can be quite a step between those top, the top end of the pack to the 10, 15. Yeah. So maybe like open it up a bit more and have a bit more. Well, to start with a bit of a tangent, something that I've been thinking about is why? Because they went from 80 men to 60 as well. If we do you think it would make the sport better and more competitive if we actually had 100 men qualify? and say 30 females <clears throat> obviously it would make it a bigger day for the organizer I don't know how all that would work but you've seen we missed out Blanky this weekend we didn't get Connor Fearon um, Dean Lucas wasn't in there so there's three big names and then with the women a few got through but I was, Kiwi I was excited to see was Jess Blewett and then she just she finished 19th but definitely got good speed but now you know we don't get to see I think she ended up having a crash in the woods, so we never get to see. Yeah. You know, that's. What it's, could have been? What could have been? What potential just, they have, yeah. And, you know, for if they'd only let through five more riders, we would have just seen a more competitive field, potentially, I think. So I'm excited to, excited to see how they go. But what do you reckon? Do you. Yeah, I mean, it's good. It's always good to have more competitors, and it restricts, like those guys you mentioned, Connor, Blinky. They're not protected currently, so they're. It's kind of chasing themselves around they can't get in so how are they going to get the next one they ride conservatively now to try and qualify for the next one maybe and it's fair to say they'll be a contender for the overall as well yeah there's a handful but of those guys that would be yeah. Connor's often top yeah. 10 overall yeah and Dean Lucas yeah. as well has Dean, had some yeah. pretty damn good yeah. results yeah I think it's, it's kind of a hard one because you, it kind of goes both ways like um, if you if you have too many people then obviously there's the time constraints with um, 
with with the Red Bull TV and what they show show live, and also just getting through all the riders in in the race day, and I guess probably with the men's field is is pretty deep, but I, as we talked about before, the female it drops off a bit faster. So like, if you've got someone on who's say like twentieth in the in the in the girls are probably not going to look as good as compared to who's first, you know? Yeah. So, like, it kind of then makes it not look as good. Mm. But if they're in there and racing, it gives them the opportunity to improve and, and get to that level. Yeah. And every race that you don't make it in is, like, it kind of just kills your confidence. Like, the year I raced World Cups, like, I never qualified and I was always, like, within about 10 spots of qualifying. And, like, so every race should be, like, nervous because you, you knew you are like, almost there but not quite yeah and you sort of didn't feel and you see i think with a lot of lot of guys especially in elite people that don't qualify for quite a while and then they qualify and they just take off yeah because it's just like a massive confidence booster like i think people that aren't qualifying it's not necessarily always a fair representation of how good they actually are as a rider because it's such a head game and um like i'd say probably a pretty good example that would have been um Fricks Fricks Hugo Fricks along yeah and um Valdesar when he qualified like I think it was top like maybe fourth or so and it was even first I can't remember but like in a year it rained and then now he's taken off and he's you know he's consistently there or thereabouts um and there's lots of other rides that's happened with as well so I think that is uh is a sort of a good reason to make that feel you know like maybe 20 old riders in the female and back to 80 and the guys and I think, you know juniors are cut down as well like they used to be 30 for juniors and that's been cut down to yeah because in the it's two. when you watch a supercross they have the heat and then they have like a last chance qualifier you know they don't just go straight yeah. to the main and it's yeah. yeah yeah. you know like I don't like we don't need to have two qualifications but I think yeah if you maybe just let through because there's always again like you say maybe if they didn't qualify yeah maybe they're not going to win the race but at the same time a puncture plays such a part now you can't you can't crash and qualify these days it's so tight yeah and yeah. and even if it was alright even if it was a top 100 maybe if you got a puncture and you crashed you're probably still not going to make the top 100 but that's how competitive it is so yeah. it's a shame yeah. to see some and more, the, yeah. more opportunities for the privateers I think as well like Take for example, Kiwis or Aussies have worked their ass off all winter to try and get to these races, and they get over there, they can't, they miss out on the cup, and they've, they just, they don't get that opportunity to shine or to show what they can before, yeah. what they can produce. So it's tough, tough on that side. There's a lot of privateers that say the top 30 is made up of professionals. That's like half the field has already take, already gone, maybe more than, and then they just giving the guys a chance to to show what they've got really yeah yeah. to keep going on a bit of a tangent before we go back to the women would you if uh, Red Bull offered a pass that would say $50 subscription for the season because they film the qualifying qualifying don't they yeah do they, yeah, they do, yeah. so imagine if you could pay for a subscription and you could watch qualifying and watch every racer do you reckon that would if like, there was a paid watch, watch their um like watch watch outside of what's on available on the yeah. live feed in the race. Yeah, because yeah. it's fair enough. Yeah. Like you can't complain for what we get for free. Wicked. Yeah. Yeah. But I think I'd happily pay fifty dollars for a season, or even maybe more. I don't know. But if you could get 
like I'm injured at the moment. I've got nothing else to do with my time but watch. Kind of more of a behind the scenes. Yeah, more so. So I'd love to see yeah. qualifying and yeah, and you know all the guys that are not in the top twenty that you're still interested to see. You, you yeah, see it with other sports. You get these like live passes, which offer more, yeah, more benefits. Yeah, I'd pay for it. Yeah, and you think sure. that would then, well, maybe all that money would be needed to allow Red Bull to do it. But at the same time, if there's more money being put into it through us, then maybe that would help the riders as well. Potentially. Would it filter or down? Exposure for them. Yeah. At least exposure, yeah. yeah. If yeah. you could expose more riders through this sort of stuff, then they can, yeah. you know, get more, well, it might open up more opportunities for sponsors to... Well, that's, yeah, exactly. That's, a, that's probably the biggest thing. That's probably the exposure, like the fact that if you're on the live feed, like that's, that's a big thing. And I know, like, people, that's a good selling point for, with the... For teams, yeah. For teams, and especially, yeah, for <laughs> like a, a rider that's protected. Now they've changed, they changed that rule, so like if you're protected from the previous year yeah from being in the top 10 and you're protected for the whole year oh. then you're you automatically yeah. qualify so you, as long as you're not injured you're going to be on every live feed so like you can have in a contract and say well I'm going to be on every live feed so I can provide you this exposure mm. at every ratio of the season like guaranteed pretty yeah. much yeah. which is a really good selling point yeah so now that's my food for thought paid subscriptions yeah. and mm. bigger qualifying Fields, yeah. I think that would help improve the sport. Yeah, for the yeah for the privateers and yeah, general. sure. Obviously, you don't want to be giving away your money for nothing, but I mean, it's a pretty good package already, and mm. I feel like you have to pay money for other things that are not as good. So it's probably all right, eh? Yeah, you might have to speak a bit closer to the computer. Oh, am I too I'm far away? Do yeah, maybe. Yeah, should be right. Um, all right, so that's that tangent. Yeah. The uh, back to the women. So who did we? We started, we'd see the top 10 women, isn't it, on the live feed? Yeah. So I don't really know. Broadcast, yeah. Maca- yeah. Michaela Pardon was first. So she was the first one yeah. we saw. Yeah. Um, she was, you know, solid enough, I reckon, eh? I think it was... Coming out on a good roll of confidence from last year here, I think. Yeah, it was a good yeah. watch, I think. With the Last year it was just a bit messy mm-hmm. with the, the wood, whereas it looked like everyone was actually tackling it quite well. Yeah. 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 Still saw a few crashes, you know, from... Top riders, but like um, Pom Pom. But yeah. Tony Seagraves put down a. She didn't seem to make a mistake, but her time was. She wasn't. was pretty untidy in the woods. Yeah. I, f- I, s- there was, I sort of found like. I thought in the. Well, it seemed like the woods was obviously the key section, like I said the other day. That yeah, where the race was made or won a loss. Won a loss, yeah. I said the other day that the um, that section before the motorway was pretty crucial, which it is, but. I think it looked like it had dried out pretty well and looked a bit easier to get through and carry good speed onto the motorway there. So definitely, there's a lot of people that were there or thereabouts before um, before we got into the last woods and then dropped right off mm. because of mistakes or crashes through there. Um, I thought that both um, Valley, Tane, Miriam and Marine had like really good intensity in the in the bottom woods. And I, I feel like sort of carried that high intensity that they had up top into the bottom and they all sort of had a lot of dabs and a lot of like little mistakes that just consistently lost them time. Um, Valley was pretty good, but the other three definitely were a bit, yeah. you know, not so smooth. Whereas I, I thought Monica and Cammy were just super consistent. Like, I don't think they barely even dabbed. They are just like, not as fast, but just like steady the whole way. Yeah. And just they both well. looked... You could see how maybe they've been riding together a lot as yeah. teammates, but they both looked super confident and 
not well fast obviously but they kind of rode it very smartly I think they yeah. kind of just chose their lines wisely and got through it rather than I mean there's always an element of risk but they definitely were I think it was a calculated run for both of them through the woods tidy yeah it was good to yeah. see um, Tracy on the le- on the live feed commentating yeah. as well with Rob yeah it's good yeah it was good to see she kind of expressed her nerves from a different side which is she obviously they're good friends with all these people so she saw it <coughs> differently for, for them but yeah She's, she's glad not to be racing that. I remember speaking to her last year after Worlds, and probably one of the things that made her want to pack it up. Such a horrible, hard conditions. It's tough. Have you guys yeah. been in touch with anyone over there racing? Connie, you were we're watching her on the screen now, right now. With Vera, what have you been talking to her? Yeah, I had a wee chat to her the other day. She said she because she ended up right here at Worlds. She got taken off on a chopper, had a big crash, and and. Uh, Qualies, and um, so she said she was a bit kind of got in her head a bit before Qualies again this weekend, and because it was similar conditions, and we had a pretty average run, just wasn't really feeling that great. Um, and I would say her race run was also pretty average. Like the intensity was uh, was fairly low, and she had a crash that basically caught a front wheel on, on a route in the woods down the bottom, which kind of just looked like what are you doing kind of so yeah I think she definitely needs to figure things out a bit for the next uh, next few races and try and up the <coughs> intensity but it's pretty hard I mean when you go into a race and you're not feeling confident like it's such a big confidence thing so um, it's it's pretty pretty easy to understand why you wouldn't be feeling good but I guess that's you know these guys do get paid to perform so you kind of got to try and perform don't you but yeah yeah that's one it's easier easier said than done Right. We had uh, what was the top five in the end? We got the results in front of us. Uh, Tani fifth. So Tani did end up in fifth. Yeah. What did she's on the screen now? What? So we just quickly touched on her run. Do you think she was? Has she been injured? Do you reckon she's had a good winter? Yeah, she didn't. Had, no, she's been pretty on and off off, off season. I think. Could, well, I think she's been a bit injured, so struggling to get back up to speed and maybe confidence, but. She's always one to not to count out. She's always a strong contender. But I think yeah. she's just getting the confidence back and getting up to speed a bit more. Race pace. I mean, you haven't raced. It's hard to put it all on the table, isn't it? Your first race back to see where everyone's at. So do you think she's going to be one that we're going to see quite a big step up from as we go into the next round? Now yeah. she's got the first one under her belt. Yeah, I think she's got that out of the way and a bit of confidence, see where she's at against the others and hopefully getting a bit more bike time and race speed. Yeah, because the top yeah. five, the... the there wasn't much splitting them. It was quite a close race in the end, even between on the women's field. I think, I think it, was it? About, it was about eight seconds between. Was oh, it eight seconds? I think. Yeah, yeah, eight or so between a lot of them, which is. But yeah, top three was one and a half seconds, so it's pretty tight, and it's good because obviously, like kind of like we talked before, there's usually a few more gaps in the women's field, so like top three, being a second and a half, it's it's good tight racing. Yeah, do you think it, it's going to carry on like that? I kind of feel like it's going to. We're going to see more tighter racing in the women's field as we go forward through the through this season and maybe through the next few years yeah I think so and definitely on a track that's like as you generally if you got in the rain it generally tends to you know the, the really divides, them, divides things yeah. a bit more so obviously it wasn't raining but that bottom was still pretty muddy so um, if you got a, a dry course then yeah this I'd say it's going to be pretty tight 
in both men's and women's. Well, we'll jump just straight through to Valley Hull as well. She was obviously pretty much on for the win until that last, well, one yeah. of the last corners. Yeah, just uh, was at the finish line in her head before she was at the finish line and yeah. at the deck, basically. The old concentration lap, so, and uh, she seemed pretty pissed. Yeah. Which is yeah. understandable. I would have been as well if that was me. But I think um, she seemed to. She was quite good with uh, her interview after, though. You yeah. Know, she was obviously yeah. pretty devastated, but wasn't. You know, didn't seem. Like, yeah, for not sure. Bad sportsman there. And I, I, I quite like it actually when people like show a bit of emotion and like you know she hit the bars and kicked the sign and stuff. And I'm like, I think some people are like, oh you should hold your hold your emotions in and be professional, or whatever. But. I kind of like to see a, a bit of passion, you know, to show that you actually are pissed off rather than hold it all in. Yeah. Um, so this was a local track. Do you yeah. think we're going to see similar form to her for the rest of the season going forward? Yeah. You've seen yeah. her coming up through yeah, the juniors. For, she's, I mean, she's... She's going to be straight to the top. She's, she said she's qualified first in every race that she's done, which is testament to her skill. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think she's definitely one to contend with the, with the elites now she's up there. Um, yeah, it was a home track, but I don't think you can take that away from her. I mean, she's a really good rider. Um, competitive. You could tell her times in previous years have been competitive and the juniors against women. Sometimes she even beat the women, the elite level. So maybe, yeah, slightly different tracks or whatever. But I mean, your time is... She's definitely a contender. She'll be up there with the top top five regularly, I'd say, if not winning. Do you think she could be the, the favourite to take the overall? If you had to say that, like, there's one favorite. It's really hard to say. I mean, I, I was saying yeah. Marine. I was saying the other day, well, and yeah. um, I mean, it's it's always hard with the first round. Like, I mean, you read a little bit into it, but I think you can't read too much into it. Like, I think some people are slow burners, and some come out firing at the first round. So, it's um, I mean, it's only a five race series, but still, it's I think there's pretty good confidence, like, even though she crashed she knows that she was on a winning run so well, to get second with a crash is still it's impressive yeah it, and yeah. it wasn't a it was a pretty significant crash as well yeah so, you know it like, wasn't like a in down. terms of time yeah. loss yeah, yeah. For there sure. was a lot of time loss yeah. on that and that's your all your speed right through the finish line from there you're, you know you're losing so you wonder yeah. maybe being a younger rider that's an experience thing but as a as she's come through I mean she's obviously got a race head on her but just going at race pace carrying that speed and I think she's obviously just gone a bit too fast off a drop maybe overcooked it and couldn't make the corner she lost the front wheel over it I think that's what it looked like yeah. you see from the angle under the trees yeah I think yep, she just yep. missed the rut and gone over it but obviously at race pace got... you've got that such a step up from riding pace race pace that maybe yeah she's just carried a bit too much speed and not you learn yeah. from your mistakes I guess yeah Ben Cafferow's got quite a good corner. breakdown of it oh yeah, yeah. so I think yeah. it's um, pink bike now so Ben Cafferow's doing his vision and from an alternative angle uh, yeah, he gets right in the trees. He's up there oh, he's straight right after there, the race. Yeah, right. so he's... Oh, he's, he, he, he does, does he have footage of a crash or he was actually just... No, he didn't have the footage, but he went up and you see the track for what it is and he breaks it down yeah. and it's like, yeah, there's quite oh, a... Yeah. looks like there's a little rut and then it loses all its support before the end as well. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, so she just washed out that. Yeah. Yeah, well, Brooke, Brooke had a goodie there as well. That was pretty funny, actually. I laughed Same at that. Yeah. Yeah. The old, and then jump back on and crash again. That was... Yeah. A bit of frustration, yeah. 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 But he, he, he wore it well, didn't he? Towards yeah, him. yeah. I don't think you can take yeah. yourself too seriously. Oh, he, something no. like yeah. That. And he was flying as well. So he was, yeah. Say, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, obviously a tricky corner. 
you've got to keep your wits off. I think um, yeah. <coughs> we'll just go to the winner as well, and Camille Blanche. Yeah, I was I mean, happy to see her back up the, the rainbow stripes because I don't know if I'm, yeah, yeah, I don't know great. if I would have said she would have before that run. Yeah, no, I mean it's tricky, and she's, I mean she's a great rider, but you know, I know her obviously from previously through the years, but she's always been one just to go riding to enjoy herself. She's not, she's competitive, but she's never been like I'm going out to win sort of thing. She just likes to have fun, and she's quite new to the sport really, two or three years. So for her to be at that competing at that level I think it's quite huge confidence boost for her and she's enjoying it but it's great yeah like you say great to see her back it up in your last um, broadcast like when we talking about whether they can or can't and like some Morgan Shah who they're not necessarily a one hit wonder but it's good to see that they can back it up it, it wasn't a fluke or yeah. it wasn't the conditions it wasn't a and she rode a, last year well, was she the only person to actually make it through there without crashing yeah I'd say yeah. so from what we saw yeah and then this year yeah, not you know the the bigger contenders, Pom Pom and um, Valley did crash, but I don't know. She rode, she even if well if Valley had said on, then yeah, that's she would have won. But I think for the other yeah. guys, it probably would have been quite questionable whether they yeah, would have held it down. Up there, yeah. yeah, yeah, like Pom Pom would have been close, I guess. But yeah, and Marin, yeah, she had a bit of a moment, but yeah, I mean she but that's all. kept it clean, smart. It's just safe riding, I think. Yeah, yeah. You got to ride to the conditions at the end of the day, so. And she rode to them the best. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what wins your world championships and world cups. And I think also the one thing that was pretty hectic: old Marine through the motorway must have seen God off that, um, <laughs> off that, jump. off that, ta- yeah. that oh first table. Yeah. Right. Far out. Okay, yeah, she had to sit down after that. A potential yeah. uh, for a huge year there. Yeah, there was a couple of guys if they weren't taking that wooden boot. Yeah, would just went to f- send it to flat. flat yeah, yeah. 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 Do you think? Because uh, even I think jumping maybe a bit too far forward, but Danny was also he went pretty deep off it as well. He didn't hit the the wooden Buddha. Yeah, I was kind of surprised to see the. Sp- yeah, kind of feel like it's. I don't know if there's a bit of a speed killer or not. It's it's hard to say. Obviously, it's a long time in the air if you hit the uh, hit the kicker, but you kind of do want to try and catch him backside. I think, don't you? Ideally. Yeah. So. Yeah, there's a few guys missing that landing and. Mm. It's a pretty flat motorway. You got to try and carry your speed through there. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. What What do we think though? Overall, I think the women's racing was, uh, for me, that was probably one of the more exciting women's races I've actually watched. Yeah. Yeah. yeah definitely. Fair to say. Yeah. I think partly they, the the way that they all ride, they've, I think a lot of them have been working on their how they stand over the bike and into more of an attack position and you can see that with how they end up riding the track I think it's quite quite aggressive compared to maybe yeah, what we've seen well in the past yeah it's real physical that woods obviously so they've got a, a lot of upper body strength and just manoeuvrability and a lot of the girls are quite small yeah <clears throat> so it makes it some might say it's harder some easier to move yourself around but you've got to be strong physically as okay. well as mentally to get through that stuff mm. so but no it's good competitive mix of people up there See the tight times, and yeah. then what's Leger's the next, next round, and quite <coughs> yeah. a bit different to this track. You went to that, I guess the uh, both of you, yeah, yeah. That, that yeah. last time you've bu- yeah, that's a good track, a bit more old school, just sort of flat out, flat corners, real high speed stuff. Um, the track they used in those World Champs years ago, but yeah, that'd be a good one. Got a new track. Are they going to use a track on the other side of the hill for that, or oh, are they yeah. going to use the one on? 
Montreux. Oh, I've not heard. I, I just assumed it was Montreux. Because they did that race last year. Oh, that in um, PV2? No. Yeah, up, up at, on the um, on the other side. So I, I thought maybe that they were going to use that track. I thought I heard somewhere, but I could be wrong. I've not heard, no. I just assumed Which would it be was quite different, but the, old, the original. Yeah. don't know. Yeah. That looks like a good round. But would you say Pom Pom would be a favourite being French going into that one or Pom Pom and Marine as well. I yep. think she's got redemption. She was that was the year Tracy won it actually the last time they raced there. Um and Marin was hungry for the win on home soil. So yeah, I think definitely Frenchie's home turf always a good one. Mm-hmm. Um and Tane as well, it's kind of was a bit of a local for her. She grew up a lot in Morzine and uh Leger, the Alps there. So I think she'll be keen to do it for a sort of second home crowd. Yeah, I mean, there's anyone, there's a handful of people can take it. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah, it's sort, of, it's sort of, that track, it suits the aggression, you know, like it's fast and you got to be pretty confident and um, and push along. So I think the girls that you saw this weekend that were pushing and probably overriding the woods, like you really just got to crack on and go for it there because times are tight as well. There we go, here's Valley Trash. Yeah. This looks like it drops away as well. Yeah. Front wheel disappear. Yeah. That wraps up the wind. Yeah, I'm excited to see how they keep going. If the time say this tight, it's going to be quite a cool series to watch, I think. And then, moving on to the men, talking about the French. Um, While well, he was in the hot seat for quite a while, Amori Purion put down a pretty smoking time Yeah. early on. But, which is pretty... Yeah. I'll just get it up to there. Yeah, he was he was quick. Um and it's I mean yeah. expect him to be quick but also it was good to see because it's been a while since like he was injured last year. So it's been a while since he's been uh, back straight up yeah. to race pace and yeah. I mean he's always such an aggressive impressive rider to watch, like the way he handles that bike and the speeds you can hold on to it at. Is unbelievable seeing him ride it is quite inter- like really eye-opening but yeah good to see him back i think he broke his back or something didn't he or yeah some pretty significant injury yep. so yeah i mean to come back from that and then uh, to put down a run like that at pace is impressive testament to his skills really yeah yeah the um the live feed was pretty good we got to see quite a bit of the track um who did we start who was the first rider we saw again was it We've got Ben Wallison. No, this is, this, this, is Mar- this is Marable, mate. Oh, you're God, I've gone to the wrong one. I've gone to the wrong one. A couple of years ago, Marable. A couple of years ago. Technical yeah. problems there. Yeah. I just saw Men's Day H final. Yeah. Uh, uh, I was Laurie and, um, Laurie and Max Hardenstone uh, for first. Quite, but yeah, because um, I was excited that you had Max on your team. I did, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Um, he was... Not too bad. He was end up I think thirty first. So it's all right, solid. But I think I think it's hard to say for the men as well because it looked like it got. Well, Troy said on the on the interview at the end that it was super windy for him up the top. So I I would imagine it probably started to dry a bit more in the woods. Um, so I don't know if it progressively got a little bit better for the 
the guys that came down later on or if they actually just stayed pretty similar. Yeah. It's kind of, it's, it's hard to say. And I think it's it's actually can definitely be a factor um, in league and like it does get quite windy and all that top section's in the open. Yeah. So like if you get a headwind on that motorway or a tailwind, like that can really change things. Yeah, it's quite, it looks pretty flat. Yeah. Yeah. And the yeah. wind often does change quite a bit over the, over the course of a race. So, um, there is that variable there but I think like Laurie put a pretty impressive run in that was was earlier on in the day he, he sort of qualified a bit further back and I guess being just a little bit conservative due to well, Laurie's, not being protected um, <coughs> Laurie's time well. through the woods stood for quite a while didn't it yeah I thought it was yeah, just Reese Walson was the one that pipped him after quite a while yeah through that the key section there yeah yeah so he can yes yeah, so that was it seemed to be sector six, look, and that's where Murray seemed to have put a lot of time on people. Even though Laurie was quicker through the the wood section, that must have maybe started just after. Yeah. The um, where the rebel had their little timing sectors. Yeah. But yeah, his line. It, do you see the line he did into the wood? So, do you, where do you think that sector six was? Just as you get initially in, because he kind of railed a bit of an inside, but then he did yeah. that. He, he aired into it. Yeah, yeah. He which, totally jumped into that, yeah. that bridge, didn't he? Yeah. And then yeah. when he was on the yeah. bridge as well, you see the pedal strokes he puts down. There were two, or well, there were a couple of like real. They weren't yeah, just ticking his legs. Power, out, they yeah, were power like, strokes. Yeah, yeah. He was yeah. driving. So yeah. I feel like that sector six must have been quite high in the woods there. To yeah, no. I th- well, like because they, sh- most people were kind of going outside and he just to the inside, but further inside line, um, and. It seemed like a, it kind of looks like that bridge almost goes uphill slightly. Yeah. Around that, around that turn, and it, that's that sort of set the tone. I felt for a lot of people, like there's quite a few guys that would dab a foot or sort of slip around a bit coming in, and then they'd sort of lose their composure. Like Greg was pretty shocking, like just dab oh. the whole way down through the trees and lost a shitload of time. Um, but then guys that just got around that turn, nice, carry good speed. They sort of stayed relatively consistent through the whole woods. Jimmy, yeah, I think it's a confidence thing, and that just that sets the tone for how it's going to be. And mm-hmm. like, you know, in your own riding, is that as soon as you slip a pedal or something, like, oh, this is how it's going to be. You're yeah. kind of you're already on the back foot. You're a bit yeah. tense. And yeah, you lock up a bit. So if you hit that right, you come in on that big rut, and people are railing on the outside. I think you came into that bridge a lot straighter, and you kind of got that flow a bit more. Yeah, yeah. It was. It seemed to be that section. If you were to, Amuri just carried that speed from that bridge and then all the way through didn't see oh he had that he did actually have a moment didn't he I think it's he had like a bit of a bubble but it didn't seem to like stall him up he managed yeah. to keep charging through yeah. it he definitely wasn't the smoothest through the woods but he kind yeah. of had that mix of aggression and um, he and managed to sort of managing the, the mistakes and it kind of worked pretty well And but he kept that momentum going it seemed to be if you lost that that momentum there was no chance to yeah. to get it back because you couldn't put in a pedal stroke really in that in that woods yeah it looked so yeah. slippy if your foot come off it was pretty much just the only one really was um was the prowler really that took that where it goes you go high you go right hot and high or or left and into that right hand rut and he had the stall there yeah he was sort of the only one that really had a significant amount um a significant mistake in the woods and was able to yeah. still put in a result he had such a um, 
such a lead on the time though coming in he oh, whatever he'd done in the yeah. top section he came in three seconds oh yeah i couldn't believe yeah. it when it was he three was seconds up, up. And the first two splits or something already like yeah, yeah like they yeah. came onto the motorway he was three up yeah yeah like i i couldn't believe because Pelion wasn't the fastest at the top <laughs> quite a few people were coming down faster than, than what he was yeah. so yeah. i was expecting to actually just see somebody beat him in the woods but it seemed to be every time it was that sector six was quite a that dark red which i think on the red bullet means that he'd made like one and a half seconds up on yeah everyone else so that it was it was quite surprising he'd done that in a short section but whatever he'd done there but his top section wasn't the best so i wasn't to be i was actually surprised that no one could match him in the bottom until i guess the the final guys especially with laurie greenland's time being yeah i mean he he like said he started off early and his time stood and all the way through and he ended up was he seventh i think overall so he where the track conditions did change or whatever he held on to it yeah from an early starter he he held his place yeah the prella and armory when they when you see them riding at speed that bikes chatting around all over the place and they're just it's almost like you never know when they're gonna <laughs> if they're gonna hold on to it yeah, if, yeah. If, if they're meaning to ride if they're that on the limit or if it's that's just their style but they both hold on to it and it's the bikes just chatting away they're just so physically strong and aggressive how long how long do you reckon they've had on that bike before that there's been they've kept it pretty under wraps until the first world cup i didn't have any hints of there being a yeah well there was a few of those test sessions in I think they've got a test track out in Andorra near yeah. HQ and their bike was wrapped up in one of those. They, had, they did have a cover over it for a while at okay. those, some of those media events, but I mean that... Because both of them have come out always, flying on it, Yeah, which they would have done the old bike I think too, but... It's always evolving, I think they're always kind of maybe a, a season ahead of what they're producing maybe, like mm. the bike's always being developed alongside what's going on maybe, yeah. yeah they've got a good team of engineers who's super smart and super passionate about it and real interested in it so i think there's yeah that that's always like the forefront of technology those guys those bikes yeah from yeah. what i've heard as well like you're touching on that um the facility that i've got there i think it's just in spain and it's actually like a uh like a i think enduro moto place and they've got a contract there and they've gone and built a track it's just for the common cell guys so they've got that t- track that won't change too much just for them to test on. Yeah. And no one else can go and ride it. So I say compared to d- the testing they would have previously done just in Valnord, that track's changing. Yeah. Whereas if you've got a track that stays pretty much the same over years, yeah, you can really do super consistent testing, mm. um, which is probably quite hard to do with mountain bike because obviously tracks evolve. Yeah. If you're motorsport on a on a um, seal track that's that's not changing then it's probably pretty easy to to um, see the data and compare it and make changes and you can quantify it pretty yeah. easily so I think that's quite smart what they've done there yeah yeah I, I didn't realize it was I knew it was like specific to them to the common cell team mm. or common cell riders yeah, they've got a few cell. teams now I mean yeah they've got a lot of um, have they B got team, four like B teams or something big teams. yeah Oh, That's more I'd say. Is it yeah. more? Yeah. Got yeah. the Dorval team, the, the, the main Kmakov factory team, 100%. 100%. And then there's a Spanish one, Common Sale 21 or something. And, and then Angel, is Angel on, I think on that? Angel and then there's yeah. some South African ones. And yeah, there's a lot. I mean, they're, I wouldn't say spreading themselves thin because they're all definitely up there, but there's definitely a lot of, well, it's the bike everyone wants to ride, isn't it? Like mm. all the privateers or, yeah. 
as the go seems to go too, it's proven. Yeah. We saw a few uh, quite good lines as well from the guys. A few standout ones for me was well that one we talked about with Amori jumping into the woods. Uh, Brooks jumped to the wall ride. Yeah, it was yeah. one of. Only I think he did that. I only anyone? saw him do yeah. it. Yeah. Um, there must have been yeah, more. But that's a huge that's committed move. Like a huge yeah. gap. We're walking the track previously and seeing that, and you're like, what? It's yeah. a long. It's quite a long way from the lip to that wall as well. Yeah. Long walk than it looks. Yeah. yeah. Well, then you got you get your bike in that position in the air as well, ready to to hit the wall. I guess which is pretty, yeah. pretty gnarly yeah. when you're pretty yeah. tired and yeah, yeah. But you're flying down there. Yeah, that's yeah. a gnarly line. That's cool to see. And then Debrello um, had a good one on that motorway. Yeah, that. that was the one I was getting to. Did, yeah. yeah, that was huge. Do you reckon that yeah. would have good cost him a bit of time in the end? I don't know. Well, he cased it, so I yeah. think he probably got to lose a bit of momentum. Nice landing, did it? I don't know if it was yeah. the smoothest, uh, the smartest option, but. Um, Do you think that's something he's maybe been eyeing up all week, or something he's already done? Well, I think he's he said in the interview that one of his team, um, his team manager, had done it previously. The Ruffin brothers, so one of those two. Oh, really? Oh. So, I guess he maybe felt he he could have a crack at it, but yeah, I, I personally probably would have kept my, my wheels on the ground there. But <laughs> yeah. maybe if he'd have backsided it, it would have been okay. But risk. Risk versus reward probably wasn't quite there. Marin um, had a big one, didn't she? She did a triple in that motorway section as well, I think. Oh, Marin. I think I saw yeah. pull up or something. Yeah. yeah, she's she's a really strong, confident jumper. Actually, I remember she did a huge one in snowshoe. Some of the other girls weren't doing, but yeah, yeah just before the finish yeah. line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other one I quite liked was uh, after before the stumps for the motorway. There's um, Ben Benoit Kalanges and Troy. I think did it. They sort of gapped some routes around that right hand and then get stepped mm. down out yeah. and that looked quite fast as well um, yeah right I was thinking we'll rattle through our fantasy league teams as well for the men yeah so we had so Bernard Kerr I think was on a, quite on, on a few people's lists yeah I and as well yeah do you think he was sore because he obviously had that quite big crash in that vital raw video yeah I think they were saying he was a bit bruised up from that yeah or do you think it was just it was just a tough just one of the race things where you just don't quite go as good as you wanted to? Hard to say, yeah. isn't it? I mean, he, he's, he got six sixteenth, so it's still it's still a really good result. It's, but yeah. yeah, I mean, you take a big tumble and sometimes I mean sometimes in a race you know you just about yourself like you yeah get the adrenaline pumping you feel fine, but sometimes you actually you know you know you are actually still feeling pretty sore and stiff and you're just not riding to your potential. So it's hard to say, really, isn't it? But he has he does go well here though, and he? he's had a few good results. Yeah, podium yeah. there. Yeah, I mean he was up. He had pretty good, good first few splits. He was up there, but yeah, maybe. Pretty tough. I think if you lose it in yeah. that woods again, though, that was seemed to be like a pretty deciding factor for who's he's got there. These pedals, uh, yeah. So we're just watching the screen there with Amori's run now. There. That we see he's washed the front, but he kind of yeah, kept the so speed. Just hold on to it. There's pure strength and knowing what your bike's doing. Mm. Um, or not. Yeah, back to Bernie. I think he could. He's gonna. I think he's gonna be pretty good though for the rest really of the good. season. He's got incredible talent. He's an amazing bike handler. You yeah. see all his the videos he puts out and stuff, and his motorbike, mountain bike, dirt jump. He's he's a really talented rider. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm impressed. Interested to see how well he can go. Yeah. He's obviously got the the talent. Mm, I'd, I'd hopefully I'd like to see him get some good results especially if he's thinking about rolling it in 
it's good to see people go out on a high rather than just kind of fizzle out. Are you thinking of packing it, is he? I think he was, yeah, I think he oh, said yeah. in a few interviews, yeah, I think he's been quite open with, I think he just wants to concentrate more on just the managing. Just running the team. Yeah, yeah I mean, running it's the team, a yeah. huge job to run the team and and ride and keep everyone happy. So, yeah. Yeah, fair enough. So fair I've not heard anything through anyone Maybe he's going to go back to that uh, Supercross career he <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah. you should come to <coughs> Auckland and do Supercross there maybe first. We'll see, but good on him for going straight in the big leagues. It's hard to say, isn't it? Like, is he just taking the piss a bit and creating a bit of hype or is he actually keen to pull the pin oh I think that all started off with a bit of you know maybe a bit Tongue of a joke cheek, yeah. but he's got the yeah. I think that was incredible what he did with that that whole Supercross campaign he went for because for everyone it was really a win-win you know he got he oh has, sorry I more meant him retiring as opposed to Supercross oh sorry but yeah no Supercross was awesome yeah 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 yeah, yeah I thought the you know to to, to say it maybe at a drunk bet and then to actually to in two or three yeah. years mm-hmm. later yeah. get yeah. this one ship and his yeah. riding was pretty I don't, like I don't think yeah you look at the guys he's up against and there was not he wouldn't have made, he wouldn't have made the night show I don't think but not a chance but to have that opportunity and go through that must yeah. be mm. pretty I don't think he's going to ever regret making that that well, decision just, just for his life what, what yeah. I meant in good context and stuff yeah. it's pretty cool yeah yeah. I'd, be, yeah I'd love to see him like keep pushing it and just see if somebody could make the transition. You've seen like guys make the, the transition way, to they? mountain biking. Yeah, yeah because yeah. yeah, just follow somebody's story going the other way. But no, it was quite fun to watch that. So that was cool for Bernie to do that. Uh, I had Joe Breeden as well on my team. I don't know how he ended up. Actually, I didn't see him on the live feed. And he got thirtieth. Thirtieth. He was, I think, about fourth at the first split. He, it was sort of pretty good first two splits, and then faded away. He, he said he made a few mistakes. And uh, just didn't ride as tight as he would have liked to up in the in the bottom woods. And as we saw with everyone else, that was uh, you know a good way to screw up your day. Yeah, um, David Trummer, who was uh, the Austrian local, he, he qualified well, and then he ended, he? Up 19th, so ended up nineteenth. So good yeah. finish as well. But I sort of after sticking at Worlds, and he's Austrian himself. Like he's he lives a wee way away from Leo Gang, but still. Having done well there in the past, can't have expect. He's kind of been under the radar for a while, though, I think, hasn't he, David Trummer? Like, yeah. A few, he kind of come up as a privateer and got helped out, and now he's up there. It's he's de- he's been around for a while, I think. Always knocking on the door. It's good to mm. see he's actually up there. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, it's it's still a good result. Like you know, nineteenth, it's five, five seconds back. It's sort of it's so tight, you know. A few mistakes, and you and you. You're um, you you're done like so, someone I was I was quite impressed with was Phil Ack well actually like he was right up there first two yeah. splits yeah and then just it was quite he was one of the most exciting riders I think in the bottom woods yeah uh, he was just typical Phil jumping around and yeah and pretty loose but he lost a heap of time down there um, but you know a lot of those guys were on a top five time in the top sector and then just dropped away so there's once again probably not a full representation of people's speed and potential to do well in other races you um we have obviously got uh Tabal as well on my team but yeah we'll talk about your guys teams i guess before we touch on him because he had a pretty yeah storming run yeah so you, you had start with your team connor 
Uh, mm-hmm. I had Braden as well, and was it Max, Max Hardenstone, who we t- talked about briefly before. Um, but, I mean, they both had solid results. One, I think they won after each other, actually. 30 and 31. Um, and then, yeah, Tebow. That was, that was super impressive and talked about it the other night and saying that he did really well last year, first year elite, and basically straight onto the podium and was very close to winning again today. Uh, the r- run reminded me a lot of Piron in 2018 when he just was on fire, like uh, elevated the level of riding and across the whole field, I think. And almost one of those things we've sort of seen throughout the years. You know, you've had your Hills, your, P- your Peaties, Minar. They'll be like dominant, lift the level, Gwyn, and I feel like Piron sort of lifted that level yeah. a bit again. Yep. Yeah, um, he kind of took like over that year, didn't he? In putting in margins that hadn't been done for a while into, into second place. So I'll be interested to see what DePellet could do this season, actually, if he stays injury-free. Yeah. It'll what an interesting fight between those two, actually, because, I mean, DePellet just coming up from junior, but again, like Valley, he was always competitive in the men's field with his times. But yeah. him and Armory being so teammates but also now going to be such rivals to each other mm. yeah they're going to help each other they're going to push each other a lot more like all the frenchies your vergiers bruni oh. and that they all they're real good buddies but when it comes to the track i mean they let their ride and do their talking and they all push each other so hard have we seen that dynamic before where we've had two teammates that have been like obviously we've had syndicate guys like i mean syndicate, greg yeah, morris and, and luca they've all sort of had their uh the their close rivalries like that um, back on Einhorst and Specialized Brendan and and Hell, Sam yeah. and Brosnan sort of come along and push that along a bit as well I feel with those I agree but I always feel when with your Sam and Brendan Sam was still the, he was way better well not way better he, but he was, he was better, well yeah. Brendan yeah. could still beat him but Sam was the rider I feel with well Lucas Shaw had some pretty outstanding he, he won a few qualifying yeah, but season, yeah he was real mm. he was close for a while but just couldn't quite make it in a race run could he but yeah, yeah. out of those three I don't know I would, yeah that, that was probably pretty close I guess what the syndicate guys had that would be pretty close but yeah now I don't know between Amuri and and Tebow yeah is that yeah. how do you even say his name Tebow Tebow, Tebow. Tebow. Tebow yeah. Um, yeah and then there was Bruni and Loris when they were on yeah that's Lapierre a good one and the then day. you saw yeah. them part ways yeah they didn't really last very long when it's I mean, quite they grew up as kids you know, like riding the same tracks and stuff at home so it's you can see how they're such similar competitors yeah. they spend so much time together yeah we said this blood. before we started as well so Loris left Bruni um, maybe was that because they were getting a bit too close to each other and then now you've seen Loris leave the syndicate do you think yeah. that it could be maybe a similar similar reason there yeah I wanting th- to be the top yeah kind and of then you've the joined order. Yeah. yeah he's joined it's, a team with a world champion so it's maybe yeah is he gonna, a risky move if you wanted to be like the A rider on the team but yeah I mean I've from different teams you think the A rider does get I mean you get the first choice of you're the most looked after obviously only you're number one so you do get the pick of the crop but I mean I think by just noting this year everyone you'd like to think on a team you're treated equally I don't know but there is obviously that rivalry and you 
yeah, you work with your teammates, so I think that they help each other. I mean, like Mick is a good example, a bit biased, I guess, because I've worked with him, but he would take on anyone new to the team under his wing and really usher them along and bring out their talent and help them, like share share lines, share his experiences and um, what he can do to help them along. Like, And you can see that now with Joe. You look a lot of their times in practice or in qualifying, they can be real similar sometimes. Yeah. And you see that when you ride together. But yeah, I think with Verger, I think he's, he's definitely a potential, he's a very talented rider, potential winner. you just got to... Not get punctures. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, he was, again, I think everyone's, when I've been listening to things, I think he was the number one favourite yeah, from a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, yeah, we never got to see what he could have done because he got that puncture quite early on in his run. So who knows what that would have been. What Such as that? Bontrager, Yeah, and I, I, well, he got a DNF because he, he must have pulled off. I would have gone outside the Gone tape. out the tape, yeah. so... Um, I didn't see is he would have still gone through at least a couple of splits if I not got it before the first the woods, before the hall of uh, the yeah. woods yeah. yeah so he would have at least gone through a split but I haven't seen this, uh, a time there so it's hard to say yeah. where he was at but yeah. it's not on the results because oh, yeah. um, yeah. it's DNF but yeah but that's downhill racing indeed yeah. that's indeed. it but good that that was the only mechanical well that's what happened to him in his last race wasn't it well Maribor. Yeah. That, well, no, decided loser, didn't he? Uh, flat, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Portugal decided the overall. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. A bit of a bugger to see it again. <clears throat> and touching yeah. on the overall as well, I mean, Matt Walker, probably a bit of a better days at the office. Underwhelming performance for. The so twenty is in the twenties. Yeah, twenty fifth. Yeah. So. Uh, he, he was he was going to ride up top. But um. Yeah, dropped right off through the woods. He looked pretty good in the woods, and I was surprised how much he he lost. Like he, it wasn't heaps of mistakes and stuff, but obviously he just wasn't pushing on hard enough. And um, yeah, so it was quite probably, deceiving, I think, how fast Amori got through that section. Yeah, sure. Yeah, there was a lot yeah, of people yeah. that I thought were going to pip him, and then <laughs> it wouldn't make a difference. Got dog. No, who else was on your team? Well, we that was a that similar was, team was, after that. That was the three. There's only three guys that you have. Yeah, I think it was me. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, Jamie, you had, yeah, a, had a couple of different ones as well. Too. Yeah, Bernard, uh, Joe Breeden, uh, went for Mick. Got a bit of a soft spot being teammates with him, but and I, I've seen him do well at Leo Gang before. I mean, a couple of times he's podium there when I've been with the team, so can never count him out. Definitely one of the older, more experienced guys, but can definitely pull one out of the bag. So kind of went with him. And he he ended up thirty seventh, pretty pretty solid for him. It's kind of where he's at these days. Yeah. But yeah, good good for him. Always a crowd pleaser. I think mm. you see him at the end, and he's always always happy. Always does what he does. And Greg as well, Greg Minar no. again, just the goat. Similar age, he's always does well at anywhere. Was it so. this race when he won qualifying a couple of years ago? Because he didn't. It was a year when he didn't qualify for uh, uh, Maribor. Yeah, and then did he was he second or did he actually win the qualifying the, at the following race? He backed himself right. Oh, Greg, yeah, Greg. was Fort William was the following race. Am I getting the wires crossed? Um, I can't. But he's just a guy. You can't rule him out anywhere, really. Yeah, I mean, just going not qualifying one week and then coming back and pulling that out. I think that year he was up there in the overall as well. I think wasn't he? Yeah, contending for it. But yeah, I mean, you can never count him out. And I've, I mean, I've 
grew up watching him ride a bike and always always back him is always like kind of a confident a safe bet that he's going to do pretty well so mm. uh, yeah i mean good day for him too 12. yeah he's pretty impressive he's turning 40 at the end of this year i mean i'd be i'd be stoked to be riding a bike at all let alone <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah like let alone competitively on the world stage so yeah yeah keywords him are and competitive mick, yeah, yeah yeah him and mick same age and made a full career out of it i guess they don't know any different so stick at it and keep going it's good yeah and it's i think it's pretty cool to see it well let them both just maintain that level you know like i don't know maybe some people see something like mick say like 37 but i don't think that's that good but like i mean it's it's really really good still um and likes the pd who sort of dropped off a bit towards the end of his career but obviously you don't know behind the scenes if he stopped training and sort of back things down a bit and, mm. and started cruising but yeah it's it's pretty impressive to, to see them sustain that for I think, so yeah, long when we say 35th yeah there's 30, 34 other guys but you might only be 5 seconds behind yeah, them I mean, so yeah, yeah there's exactly. all these guys in front but the, you're, what you're talking between you and those other few riders is uh, a slip pedal and that could be 10 yeah. positions right there you know yeah so, and I mean, you look at the young guns coming through. Say, Thibaut de Pella, he'll be what, twenty? Yeah, not I mean, probably not 19, even nineteen because yeah. last year was yeah. his first year. So, so 19, I mean, yeah. Greg and Mick 19, are like double the guy's age. Yeah, and they're still competing with someone like at that level. Yeah. It's, it's good. It's good for the sport as well. You can see there's that. You've got that diversity in the, the mix of characters, people, ages. What, um, so we just quickly touched on it. it was a good race because there was not many mechanicals you guys both being on the mechanic background to this is this a track where we tend to see many normally or uh, from memory it's not normally too bad because it's quite yeah. a smooth track not really well, I mean we see Gwen Snappers chain out the start gate but I mean that's just riders being rough on the gear yeah and um, yeah. I guess probably the I reckon the main thing is probably just the hard pack if you hit a corner hard or whatever you've got the potential of blowing a tyre off yeah I don't think you're you're not puncturing a tyre are you no you're separating it from the the rim which yeah you think of this I mean we did different things we there is ways to try and avoid that I mean you look at the style of riders these days they're squaring off corners and really shrouping them we used to glue tyres to the rim at times and like to try and prevent that oh yeah like save your burping and then if you did burp at least it stays on the rim like you're not riding down on the rim with a tyre flopping around sort of thing and there's inserts of that, but yeah, gluing them on. Is, I think there's a Have you guys found that. that working with comp- the components have been made to deal more with this sort of demand, like this punishment from the riders? As the rookers, to make yeah, them more well, reliable, or does it just seem because when things get lighter, you assume it gets kind of weaker? I think uh, rims yeah. have definitely got, got better, and uh, it's with tyres like you've got your companies definitely play around with compounds and trying to make them a bit more resistant to punches and you know sidewall stability and in terms of it I, I, uh, bead being warped um, or the tyre getting um, ro- you know the minimising the effect of it rolling and stuff when you had to turn hard and then obviously you've got inserts as well which I think are probably some people don't like them but I think there's definitely a place for them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and definitely. I mean, and also, like, I think a lot of stuff, bikes going carbon now, you've got a carbon mainframe, carbon triangle, carbon rim. That's all so stiff. 
like, and you're trying to put those forces through a corner, something the first thing that's going to give is is your rubber. That's just going to peel off straight away, sort of thing. So maybe with an alloy rim, you've got a bit more flex, a bit more deflection. You yep. can, I mean, it's not massive, but it there is some give. Carbon's just so stiff. But no, you don't know. Yeah. Another thing we didn't see. Well, we saw a few crashes, I think, in the woods, but not too many injuries. But a, probably a notable one from the weekend was uh, Flo's popped ball sack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess it's not really much of a talking point, but. No, but pretty horrifying uh, thing to come down. Are, well, rider's worst nightmare, isn't it? It's like pretty it's all hanging out down there. It's yeah, pretty unfortunate for him. That would have not been a nice thing to get down to the bottom with. But he says no. he rode down, and then it was at the bottom when he actually noticed that his down, uh, balls were not literally inside. Literally, it's all hanging out. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, but uncomfortable to think about, really. But it looks like on the, he's uh, had surgery and it's all stitched back. Stitched and up and the boys days. are back on. Yeah. So hopefully oh, he's alright and uh, can take it for a test run and make sure everything's working right. Eh? And be like back it's riding for the next round. Two peas in the pod. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, um, I just, it was one of the. Um, well, I think he's Brazilian, but lives in the UK. Uh, the yeah, Vieira, Vieira, Vieira yeah. boys had a huge e in qualifying and I think broke a few ribs and. And his um, and his neck as well, yeah. so I think he's going to have surgery on that. But I don't know; I haven't seen too much more than that. So, um, yeah. I think that that goes back to like helping out well to those privateers and getting the kind of getting the um, getting exposure for them. I and mean, those I know those two boys, Roger and Douglas, they've been around for years. Yeah, they used to ride on Polygon, so we kind of helped them a bit around. But yeah, they're striving week in week out to to race and not make a living out of it and it's full passion they've both got full-time jobs at home but they want to get up there and they're stoked when they qualify yeah i mean it's such a big deal to qualify and be up there competing with your your idols but yeah they're so i guess they're, they're pushing it and they want to be up there so it's hard so yeah that's where it gives you likes of do you do you need more open up more places to race so these guys get the opportunity changing um yeah, how do you? It, I think it's quite good that well we've been on the same tracks, but the EWS is like an A and a B year, where they change, where they, they would normally go was it South American? It, actually, next year they got a huge oh, yeah. one, but yeah, it's the massive, last, yeah. the last few years they seem to like they would start in Chile, wouldn't they? One year, and then yeah. the other year they would start over here yeah. or in Australia. Yeah, they have like this sem- the, this side of the southern hemisphere or that side. Yeah, yeah, and it's I think that seemed to be quite a cool idea for helping people get to the races yeah yeah having different spots so yeah they, yeah different opportunities i mean like again privateers it's a huge expense to come from this side of the world to get over there and that's where the bulk of the races are look at even the downhill it's majority is europe it's a european that yeah it's the world cup but mm. i mean what 70 to 90 percent of the races are in europe yeah so the likes of last year when there was a short season those european races yeah, they just they can drive to the place. I mean, you've got to travel for two days for for us to get yeah. there, and then you've got to recover from the jet lag, and it's just a whole different ball game for some people. So, yeah, having those EWSs in different regions is good. Yeah, next year it's there's a couple in Tasmania and then up yeah. in Nelson over here. So mm, yeah, it could be good because that's that's yeah. another option if you don't have a if you don't have that B and an A year. Having a longer series without the expectation of people making all of them apart from the factory teams. Yeah, but then it gives a privateer a chance to. He knows he doesn't have to travel to Europe. He knows he can just stay home. But if he can get three rounds at home yeah. and have a good crack, then 
he might get exposed to a team that can of let him yeah. afford to travel to the rest, maybe. Yeah, it's I, it's a hard one. I mean, I don't know what 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 goes on behind the scenes with that, but it's definitely I think a lot to do with you know obviously there's awesome tracks, but all around the world, but it's up to a venue to want to hold a, an event, you know. Yeah, and it seems like there's more places around the world that are keen to run AWS, and I'm not sure who how that all works financially and stuff but it seems like Chris Ball's pretty keen to make the series a world series, world series yeah. yeah and change up venues not go back back to the same place over and over and over and yeah, I mean, they've, they've done a pretty good job at, at doing that they've had a lot of like I mean the series is relatively new but they've had a heap more variation in locations yeah. than yeah. the World Cup goes back to there's the Staple the Milton Sands the Leo Gang Fort William there's a few new ones coming through here and there, but yeah, yeah, that's kind of is a bit the same, the same places each year. Does that get a bit stale for the guys? I you think. Know, I mean, the Leo Gang. I remember first few years there. It was everyone slated it. It was bike park, like full high speed hard pack, and now the track looks like this. So they do places do evolve. It's a different place. Remember there was that year Phil Atwell thought he could ride it on his hard turn, and he yeah. did a practice run, but yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't catch him getting down this on his dirt jump bike. I don't think. No. no. But yeah, it's 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 a tough one, isn't it? I mean, you 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 go, especially Fort William and Saint Anne. It's been Fort William doesn't really change at yeah. all. I mean, very small changes in the woods, obviously. But I think they're just cool places to race and that cool atmosphere. Like, I don't think you can really beat the crowds in in Fort William. France is pretty good, like Leger or anywhere in France, they just come in their droves. I remember, yeah. like, you remember Le Brest a couple of years ago, like, it was a shit, yeah. shit day, pissing down, and there's just more people than yeah. you could imagine there. Um, which yeah, is cool, right. like, <clears throat> and that's the thing, it's probably more of a spectator sport, so you kind of got to go to places where you're going to sell tickets and there's going to be heaps of people there. And I think the venue has to front up, it's a fair sum to, to, to run the event. to have the event, like, yeah. you've got to pay even just to apply to have it sort of thing so you, the resort's got to have the money and the and the backing but yeah I mean it's again yeah so like Chris Ball's doing yeah it's good to see all these different places exposure for those places and EWS is what more what Mr. A and B and Joe Public can do though like everyone mm. can go yeah. I can go and buy that EWS bike off the shelf sort of thing yeah. it's, mm. it's more relatable to the public mm-hmm. this is kind of the Formula One like they're racing prototype bikes or high-end stuff that maybe maybe you can get some of it, some of it you can't. So it's I think it's a bit a, uh, comparable, but quite a different sport. Like definitely, this is the high end. This is a creme de la creme. I'd say you can you watch it, you can aspire to be it. Yeah. Hey. Um, no, it is. And what I was going to touch on with uh, Flo's ball sack is that we actually have got <laughs> you quite touch a. It? <laughs> uh, we, we've got quite a strong field this year as well like there's nobody uh, we're not missing anyone due to injury Gwyn's back this year well uh, he was back last year but he's kind of had a few funny years you know, say if Gwyn like, yeah. when, when do you reckon it's time to hit the panic button on, on Gwyn and start to get a bit worried about him in, in what respect yeah, with well, his results in, in terms of results yeah. where was he this week he was back in maybe in the tw- early 20s late teens 22 yeah. yeah he's not the fastest American anymore no Dakota the boys yeah. yeah but yeah he oh Charlie Harrison where was he uh, was he injured was he injured was he might be he was he just there not qualify? 
that, yeah, not qualify or did he ring his bell as well? Had a crash in. There was crash someone in. that crashed this morning. That was Nina, sorry, I that crashed. Nina didn't start, yeah. Um, the no, crash before the race. He just got his shoulder. No, yeah, Charlie oh, yeah. Anderson, but yeah, Gwyn. Don't know. He's yeah, always a big bit of hype around him and yeah. big budgets. Yeah, and fair enough. He created a name for himself for sure. I I don't think you can ever. I'm not willing to rule him out for a little while yet. I no. feel like he seems to have had a few injuries, mm. and I think that we could see. I don't know if we're going to see his domination again. Just looking at the other talent now that is coming through, I don't know if. I think I don't think we can see. Gwyn dominate again, but I think we could see him win a race He'll for be sure. Competitive, yeah. 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 Even if he has been a bit quiet, but I think um, one of the more standout rides for me was Eddie Masters. I think this. Yeah, this Eddie, did, yeah. Eddie did good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was pretty stoked. Sent him a message this morning, and I think he seemed pretty, pretty chuffed as well with mm. his whole weekend and how it went in the wet, isn't he? Yeah. Just yeah. in general, but he often does pull one out of the bag when it in those horrible conditions. Well, he's a guy now. He's yeah. he's. A bit older than most of the guys that are out there, and seems to be probably reaching. Not maybe I don't want to say reaching his prime, but he seems to be riding faster than what he has ever has. Yeah, I think, and especially like on the downhill side, like he's done on the enduro and kind of backing up the speed on the on the downhill side, which yeah. is pretty exciting yeah, to watch. I think real talented guy, but yeah, I mean a lot of time on the bike this season. I mean, we see him a lot around here, obviously, but yeah, he does a lot of a lot of riding, eh? It brings a lot of personality though though to you look yeah. at the other people in that top 20 and yeah everyone's cool but Eddie's personality even if he wasn't a mountain biker yeah would prove character to it, a yeah. character in whatever he did so to see that in a such a like you say this is the F1 of the sports and he brings this pretty yeah awesome personality he's always backs up the results kind of joking relaxed he's never I've never seen him stressed out about much really yeah He's yeah. always got a story to tell, and he's always having a good time. All those boys, actually, like those, the Banzacs and all that crew, they're always living life to its fullest. Yeah. yeah. And he did, well, he did ride himself off pretty well, actually, at National Champs this year. So he's true. He's, he's yeah. done well he's to come, come in, and well, he's 11th, but you know, pretty seven much. Seven bones he broke on the edge of the yeah. well, top that was 10. His first race back, wasn't it? Yeah. Timed race. Yeah. <laughs> timed run. He seemed to recover yeah. from it relatively well, from what I've heard, but yeah, yeah it's still. You know, a lot of people take a bit longer to build back up Worst after an injury. So, yeah. yeah. No, that yeah. was yeah, that was my <coughs> standout ride of the weekend. I was pretty impressed actually as well with um, probably you never even heard of him, but Ronan Dunn, the Irish Irish lady, made it on the live feed as well, and his first elite World Cup just on a wee um, Irish team, Continental Newproof, and he was top thirty, which I think. Impressive for your first elite World Cup, really. And I don't think he's done a whole lot of junior racing either, so that's that's pretty good, eh? Yeah, I was impressed with that. I did see his second name, but I didn't know who he was. But yeah, he's on um, he's on a team with Chris coming, the guy that I used to mechanic for, one of the guys I used to mechanic for. So yeah, mm. I thought that was good. Um, before we go to Troy Brosnan, mm. we've got who I think we'll wrap up with. We had. Uh, Danny's well, well, we'll talk maybe a bit more about uh, Thibault's run, but uh, Danny, Danny he, Hart, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. he good. finished what six, six, yeah, end. just outside the podium, yeah, yeah, flying first two splits, he was, he was up, and then the steep in the woods, but didn't, not a massive mistake, I don't think, it just, just, just tight times, just, yeah, 
but pretty consistent. So, yeah. but new bike this year, obviously working quite well for him to mm. come straight out with a pretty top result. Yeah, confidence high. Looks like he's wearing a basketball yeah. jersey as well. Yeah, when he's going down. New style. Yeah, yeah. but it'll be yeah. cool to see if he can just keep this. Momentum. Very talented guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It'd be good to see him back up there. I mean, favors these rougher, steeper, nastier tracks in these conditions. So himself again but yeah hopefully he's consistent con competitive and consistent yeah. yeah yeah and also like when when he came down before um troy before troy like the the top five was like it was a second between them oh yeah and then it was just troy that put a margin in and pushed it out but like it was that's tight eh? i can't remember the last time seeing him at that that close well, let's talk about um, uh, T-Bone's run then. Troy's or T-Bone? No, T-Bone's first. Yeah. Because we did touch on it a bit already. But, yeah. What? That was just... Uh, without that little stall-up, to me, that was the best run of the weekend. Fine. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. You know, yeah. Like, Troy won, and that, at the end of the day, you've got to get to the top bottom without mistakes. But... I was expecting some pretty good things from that. That three seconds in that top bit. Yeah. If he, you know, if that's where the race ended, and he, he would have ended up with like because he was in Troy was short. a second and a half down on him. Yeah. Coming into that section, something like yeah. that. He said a short space of time to put that margin into. I mean, who did he come? Who was in the hot? It was uh, Amori. So Amory, yeah. I mean, yeah. He's not and Amori didn't have the best top, but there was a lot yeah. of people coming in, maybe half a second to point eight faster than. Uh, um, Marie, so yeah, yeah, he would have still put in a couple of seconds on any, pretty much anyone else through there. Yeah, which uh, is I mean, impressive. Insane. Characteristic of Armory's run in Leger that year is just like flat out on the edge, just going for it, and again, just full of confidence. Maybe it's the bike. I mean, they they do a lot of work, but yeah, strong, physical. Strong. And then he, you saw him come into the woods and he smashed off that stump. <laughs> Yeah, that was that was. Hectic. I thought that yeah. was run over, but just powered on yeah. through it, and then oh, yeah. Do you reckon he was trying to gap that, or? I don't know. I could try like, see if we can find his run. It's kind of it was it was hard to see. Like if he got offline, it's like oh shit. Or where, he was where actually did he gapping qualify it. again? Uh, Let's see if I can get top mid and top five. Top five. Yeah. Let's see if we yeah. can if I can find his run so we can yeah, have a look. He, but yeah, he yeah, was. Did have that stall in that right-hander, didn't he? And he thought it was all over. Mm. But he pulled that back. And yeah, when did he? What was his? He ended up coming in just a, a, was it over a second still faster than Amory? No, no, it wasn't no, quite a second. No, like it was, it was point four or something. Or something I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, um, that was bloody impressive. The other thing actually, I was going to touch on, which I thought was quite got me reminded me of a um, bit of a story. I was in in two thousand sixteen. Um, after qualifying and and leaguing, I didn't qualified and um, there was me and a few other Kiwi guys and we were at the cafe slash supermarket at the bottom and his Dak Norton was there and he's he got eighth today, no, sorry ninth today, and um, he was he's pretty like pretty stereotypical American, pretty animated and you know loves yarn in a way and he was like just he was gutted he's like man i suck like uh in america i'm one of the boys <laughs> and then 
And then I come to Europe and I get smoked. Fort William, I didn't qualify, and he like washed he washed his washed out on the wall ride, one of those big wall rides, and like crashed. And he's like, now I'm like coughing blood and and I suck here. Like this is shit. And then now he stopped in like it's pretty funny and turn around, you know. Yeah, but so solid result for him as well. Yeah, it's pretty cool to see because he the whole he's had podiums in the past as well. So yeah, now in his top yeah. ten in this race, he's actually has podiumed in the past. New team for him this year as well. Yeah, yeah YT. Yeah. So he's getting comfortable on that. Yeah, me. who's running that? Is this uh, Martin Whiteley? Martin Whiteley's team. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Martin Whiteley's got a pretty good pick of riders as well. He's got a pretty good eye for yeah who he picks up. Yeah, he's brought a few few. Talent. He's got a good idea yeah. who he picks up. <laughs> no, no comment. <laughs> no comment. No, yeah. no pun intended. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I'm sure he's. Uh, uh, yeah, let's yeah, move on from that. Grooming him along. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yt. No good bike. Well, those bikes haven't trained for a while. They seem must be a pretty good bike. Gwyn didn't have. Gwyn had a bit of good success on them. But yeah, they've got, they've got Trimmer and first race he won on it, didn't he? Yeah, so he's yeah. they're a pretty solid bike. They haven't changed for a couple of years. Bigger wheels, I guess. A few little tweaks, but pretty same suspension platform to what they've been running for a while. What are they? Mm. Yeah, yeah, seems proven. We Affordable. Everyone's again, it's like another the go-to safe bet for a, a reliable, decent bike, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. we we had those when we were on Insync, just oh, yeah. covered up and and decaled over the YT and. Um, no, they were pretty good. Yeah, easy to work on and relatively well thought out, I reckon. Yeah, so that was well. Two of them qualified in the top five there, with Trimmer and Norton. Yeah. So yeah, obviously went quite good for them. So it'll be cool to see how he goes for the rest of the season if he can carry. Because he's when he comes a bit smoother and pumping, he's got. Is he a BMX background? Yeah, yeah. I th- I think BMX, BMX and he's done yeah. moto as well. Yeah, yeah. See so, yeah, if it gets if it gets fast and smooth and yeah, he's a bit of power. He's going to probably go quite good. I think. Mm. Um. But yeah, T-Bolt talked about his run a bit. Yeah. We'll move. We'll just go straight to Troy then. Backing it up, six second in qualifying. I was huge. Yeah, did not really yeah. think he was going to do that again, especially as it started to dry out. But yeah, still managed to go back himself with a win. Riding on a wave of confidence after that big big comp, uh, quality win. Am I right? So this is his second World Cup win. Third. So he had yeah. his, his third Fort World William Cup. William and Andorra, has he before? Yeah. Fort William and Andorra, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah so, but he's finished in top three in, or top three or top five for the last how many seasons? He didn't last year, but prior to that, yeah. yeah. He's the most consistent rider or something in yeah. of a long time, isn't he, yeah? Yeah. He's, like, if you look on his stats on Roots and Rain, like, I don't know, it'll off the top of my head, but he's, like, in his history, the amount of time he's out of the top ten is... You could, I think you could almost count it on. Well, I think in the hands. overall, it's top five overall for the last five years or something. Really. I think even yeah. top three, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but it's quite cool to see because I feel like it's, it's got to be a bit frustrating for him the amount of times he's qualified first or there or thereabouts and just puts down a really good race run and, it, it's just not quite enough. Yeah, especially when it's a different person beating you every week. Yeah, yeah. If it was the same guy, then yeah, fair enough. That guy's just quicker but when it's somebody different every week pipping yeah. you by milliseconds mm-hmm. that's almost harder than well, I don't know yeah to do that is yeah. really yeah this must be hugely frustrating yeah. I mean he led the season 2019 he wore the Leeds jersey most of the season and had it taken off him 
just at the end there by Bruni, I think, didn't he? So yeah. And he didn't win any rounds that year, though, was it? That was just through to consistent results. Consistency, yeah. yeah. So apart from, and then, but Matt Walker did that last year, won the overall without winning a, a race, wasn't he? Yeah. 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 So it can be done. It can, yeah. yeah. What do you think of this uh, drone shot as well? This is quite cool. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah a drone. I mean, good, good coverage. I mean, good, like, for us. Have they had a cable cam here before? Or a motorbike? They've had a little motorbike, 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 yeah, down that yeah. motorway, but I thought that um, um, the drone was pretty cool. Yeah. I wonder if they can use something like that similar on any other round. I'd like to see them try and fly it through the trees. It'd be good, eh? Through the tunnel. Oh, oh there's a gap. wonder how distracting that is to ride having that buzzing around your head. Yeah, because yeah. it looks pretty low, eh? Like, I, I noticed in one of the ones where they've got the, um, the other camera that's off the road, and you, you can see the drone in the in the shot, yeah, and see. it look real low. Yeah. So. And they're normally quite loud, the drones. Yeah. But, yeah, didn't put off uh, Troy. So, yeah, Troy came in, and he ended up, he was about, what was it, 1.7 down? We've got the, the splits there. JT, was he 1.7 down? Was he or something like that? Troy. Oh, this doesn't hurt. This just, um. Results really splits yeah. are kind of hard so to read, probably. Yeah. Yeah, but, um, but then as he went down anyway, so he's he's held it up, and it seems to have been that little stall up that um, Debo had. Where he gained that little That's bit it. on him, yeah. Troy's got it. <clears throat> yeah, he just, I think he just kept it moving, didn't he? He was like, again, solid, strong, just rode a smart race, obviously fast, but yeah, clean all the way through there. Don't think he really had any stalls. No, he's definitely not a type of dude that no. you see, mate. No, he's always like, Many tidy. Ups. Yeah, so he's a small fella as well, so I guess he manoeuvres himself through there. Yeah, always had a good style. So yeah, I was stoked to see him take the win. I actually had him on my fantasy team as well, and then took him off because he was too expensive, and I wanted to spread my oh. spread my riders out. So no, maybe no. I should have just like go with your gut feeling. I should have yeah. stuck with it, but I don't know. That's hindsight. Yeah, I guess you can always say that. But yeah. I think probably also um, old Benoit Collange. Oh yeah, he. This is first podium. Yeah, that's gonna be. And he sort of knocked around the top ten uh, yeah, a fair bit year, in the past. Yeah. French champ currently. Yeah, French yeah. national champ. Yeah. Yeah. And this sort of I've always sort of thought over the years has always been like a few Frenchies that are pretty low key and not a household name, but are always there or thereabouts, and they have been for years. And um, can can sort of turn it on and and actually yeah. put in a good result. So I think that's pretty impressive. So Long legs probably pretty helpful in the uh, in the trees. So Leger is going to be quite a dangerous round then for anyone. Yeah, that's not from France. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it seems like any drag at the moment. Yeah. Like that. Um, Reese Wilson as well is he had a good result and again good to see him back up his his world champ stripes. Yeah, yeah. He, he did win the qualifying um, after the world champs, and then had that crash. Race, yeah. Is this his first podium other than winning worlds? Did he podium to world? Cup? He podium Fort William. Uh, Fort William, that's right. Yeah. I don't know if he's had any other ones or not. Yeah. Do Again, you... he's he's all he's had flares of of uh, inspirational riding, not not been the most consistent. Maybe yeah. like he's had dabbles in the top top ten, top five. He's been up there, but it's good to see him up there and like say backing it up. You do. Can you hold on to it? But can you get another win? Is he now riding on that crest of confidence? Like yeah. Proven. He, I am one of those top guys. I I can do this. And if he can carry on with that now and keep keep handing it to them, so yeah. 
It would be good bike. to see him we get another a lot win. of impressive winter riding on that new bike. So yeah, I saw he's run flats a lot on the the little edits that came out. But yeah, well, he didn't I don't... at the start of the weekend. I saw yeah. a photo, but yeah, I don't yeah. know if he was. I don't think he had them on race run. I don't think he was riding me. them in the race. Yeah. He had those like white mod clip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Interesting to know what the thought is there. I actually went. Um, I did a month on flats this year. Reason being, almost like. Call it a diet, if you like. A diet. Yeah. <laughs> well, just to see. So I never had any intention to ride flats full time because I've just rode clips for years. But I just was interested to see Try if I different. well, if I tried flats for a month, say, if it would help. I don't know. Just see if it would change how I ride and help. Uh, I don't know if it did, to be honest. Perhaps improve your pedaling, maybe. You can think about different things. Yeah. Like you're pushing where you could be pulling. Or just, yeah. Yeah, it does. But yeah, it's, it's interesting. interesting. I tried it. I don't know. Uh, no, maybe it, maybe it did. I, I think I might try to do it again this year because it, it was That's definitely more fun, aren't they? Oh, uh, this is definitely scarier. Yeah. Scarier. But actually, I didn't. I don't have five tens or any grippy shoes, so I was just running my Adidas and. Uh, uh, yeah. In conditions like this, maybe at the start of the weekend, perhaps that's why I had him on for this. Teach the these, yeah. wild woods. Try potting your way through it. I mean, he nailed the woods. I don't think he he didn't drop a foot. No. So, I mean, yeah. Maybe he doesn't doesn't need them, but it is just nice, isn't it? Like you see quite a lot of those guys, especially before that um, big gap, unclip and then go off it with with a foot, yeah, not a yeah. foot not clipped yeah, in, which yeah. is not a good feeling. It's nice with flats; you just chuck it back on and you're away laughing. Um, Been there was the the mud sticky and shitty enough that you'd gark up your shoe, you couldn't get back in. Yeah, well, that's it. Yeah. yeah. It's just, I guess, the only time that becomes difficult eh, is when you end up with one uh, one pedal down and one up, and you kind of drag try, it, yeah, drag can't, it can't get your balance well. back, yeah. which is difficult. Um, so definitely feed up is is favourable way. No, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, right through them. Talked about standout rides. Mm, yeah. I'm sure we've missed some stuff, yeah. but I mean, yeah. You pick for the season then. One rider who's gonna. You got you got one in mind? No. I think I might. She didn't have the best ride, but I was gonna say no. I'm gonna change. I, I said for the women, I was gonna say Marine Cabaru for the overall. I'm just gonna say I'm gonna say Bali Hall after this one. I don't know. She just looked real good, and I don't know. I think she's probably maybe gonna have a bit of a bit more determination after throwing it away now to maybe just rein it in. That might have been like the. You know, the that, that's switch. the thing, yeah. the, the big learning curve there. So if she knows just to keep keep it rubber side down to the bottom, which is an obvious thing, but just keep your head in the game right to the finish line. That might be a, the thing that makes her more dominant, maybe. But yeah, so I think she's got to be my female pick. And then for the overall, would love to see Troy do it. But I don't know, I feel like it's maybe going to be one of the Frenchies. Mm. Just, they just look... Really, yeah. <clears throat> Whereas four... It's, I think five of them are the top five. top yeah. ten, I think. Yeah. And I mean, Loris, he's lost a fair bit of points as well this weekend, but that's yeah, still recoverable. But yeah. short but season, isn't it? It's very it's only tough. Five rounds now. Yeah. Well, at the moment, I mean, they could they could be dropped as well. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know. My gut feeling is that we might see Amori. Amori back up there. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I'd like to see Troy finally get it. I think he deserves it. But who knows? He's obviously just won, so he's put himself in a good way. Yeah. 
He wouldn't be a silly bet if you said he was going to win you over Ireland. Yeah, yeah. There's a good handful of them. I mean, Danny, is all you can't bet against him. Mm. Laurie's super confident now. Yeah, I'd love to see Laurie do it. Laurie I'd do love it, yeah. to see Laurie get another win. Take yeah, an overall. Geez. What about you? Yeah. Um, it's so hard to say with overall. I reckon next round I'll be picking De Preller and, and uh, Marine for wins. But overall, really, you kind of, well, it's always a stab in the dark, but to make it probably sort of a more educated guess on form and whatnot, you need a couple of rounds to sort of see that. But... Uh, I, I could see Troy doing it actually to be honest like uh, Emery and the Preller are just riding at that level that they're riding at mistakes happen like you see the Preller made a mistake today and obviously it didn't cost him too badly but that cost they, him the race though it cost him the race but it didn't it, it didn't end up in a cra- it, it being a crash but the basically I kind of feel like with Troy He's had the speed, and he just rides to his speed. So if his speed, which it seems this weekend is the fastest guy there, pretty much, if his speed is sort of there or thereabouts, that little bit faster than everyone else for the rest of the season, then I could see him getting the overall for sure because yeah. he's just so consistent, which is which is key in a short season. Yeah, yeah. you can't really afford to throw away a race, and I think we could. There's a high chance we'll see that with a lot of those other guys. Yeah. And it's such a mental battle as well. Like when you you're up there, like if he's now if he's got that air of confidence, he'll be keep going with it. It could be could be the form he needs. Kick up the ass. Not the form. Like he doesn't need to give himself. Kick, but you know, just to oh, I can do that. Here I am. Absolutely. Now. I'm, I'm back winning. Yeah. Yeah. To God, to start a season, he's never started yeah. a season with a win, has he? So. No. There you are. Uh, yeah. But would you? Who's your overall pick? Would you say similar? Or? Uh, the overall, I think, Marin. Cabaret for sure. She's yeah, seeing her strength and just her yeah, riding and she's quite calculated, I think she's quite smart. I remember when she was uh, battling with Tracy, it was definitely very competitive and she was trying she was just there nipping at the heels all the time, so I think she's she'll be a good one, consistent. And the men uh, I'd like to see Loic come back I think. Yeah. The overall again, yeah. He's hungry and I think he could be the next like or something maybe just like overall consistent overalls and world champs just be so, real yeah get some good stats behind him and be a consistent figure up there yeah could be a world champs contender yeah I think Laurie Greenland could be the world champs contender this year for me Sorry, we're saw, yeah. Yeah. won yeah. there last time but we're getting a bit ahead of ourselves maybe we'll have to it's a long get season. back to that yeah, yeah we're about an hour and a half there quite a sensible chat that one yeah I think we'll, uh, we'll have great first race and good Good mix-up of riding and what's going on. I think that was the best first race I've watched for years. I wasn't disappointed. I'm quite no. excited, actually. Yeah, it so. wasn't. It wasn't one guy who came down, smoked him, and that was it. It was. It was very evolving, close. Evolving. Yeah. Would you like an opportunity before we wrap up, JT, just to um, defend yourself on the relentless assault Kurt McDonald had on the polygon last the other day? Oh, the old square one. Yeah, it seems yeah. like he's, he's not he, a fan. He just definitely has a, got a grudge against that bike. He must have had a, a mare within the workshop the other day, I think, and just taken it out on it. But, uh, aesthetically, maybe not a pick of everyone's uh, choice of bike, but there's definitely some technology in there that's, that works. Yeah, it's. How do you find it to work on? Hard to work on on there? Uh, not too bad. 
can be frustrating, yeah. I mean, there was a few few parts of it which weren't conventional, but I mean, it's it didn't have any extra linkage or anything to any bike. It was just different. A few niggly yeah. things, yeah, a few but once, you once you're confident yeah. with once it, you've got your head around it and you're, yeah. you're staring at it every day, it's, you get used to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But no, they're away from that now, and yeah, I wouldn't say, I mean, that bike, it won races. Yeah, won an overall. Uh, yeah. Did it? Did Kurt ride at Rampage as well? Or was he on the old bike? I can't remember. No, I'm not sure. Yeah, but anyway, it, it's. I think he was yeah, on the old one, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Either way, it's a competitive bike, I'd say. It's maybe we should get put all the, all the World Cup top five World Cup riders on one and let see them how it goes. It. Yeah, <laughs> it goes level playing field, see what they can do. All right. Well, on that, we'll Sweet. knock it on the head till yeah. next time. We'll get some more. Uh, you'll have to get some more grit, some gritty stories for us next. Yeah. Ooh. Do some digging. Behind the scenes, yeah. You're right. Cool. Cheers, everyone. Cheers, Cheers Monty. <laughs>